Uh, but we are live, boys. Let's we go. are live oh. here in Minneapolis. We have Hayden in the building. Got my guy Casey. You know my Econ. partner. You know what I'm saying? So, Econ. man, it's been a lot. How you been, Brody? I've been amazing, man. Yeah, today, so. Today was so cool. <sighs> like, just seeing so many, like, celebrities in our world in one place, man. in one shot. Like, mind-blowing. It's crazy. So just to give a context of what we got going on, we're talking about all kinds of stuff. We're talking marketing, strategy, content creation. You got over 100,000 on TikTok. I did. Man, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. When you reach that mark and you're like, whoa, like, yeah. it is crazy. And we preach that. I preach that all the time. I begin Casey into it. And I think it's just a valuable conversation to have when it comes to content creation because I feel like a lot of people are wanting to do content. And yeah. you have this one-of-a-lifetime app Mm-hmm. called tiktok that's giving you that exposure so how's your experience been on that bro tiktok's interesting you know i think a lot of people get wrapped up in the algorithm and for yes. me I, I try to not overthink the algorithm yes i try to mostly focus on putting out things i'm proud of yes and s- over time some if like we've put out over 500 videos right mm-hmm. so we got to 100,000 followers but we put in a lot of work to get to 100k and i would say maybe 15 of those videos is probably 50,000 of those followers. Yeah. Right? And so when you start to look at it that way, you start to understand the algorithm is going to do what the algorithm is going to do. All you can control is your output and let the chips fall where they do. See, I took the time to study the app and I'm over here like, I, I see a pattern. I see always, you know, these other uh, creators that focus on giving people the trends, but it's like, there's no point of following the trends if you don't have a plan behind it. Like, it's cool to follow the trend, but what else are you going to offer after 100%. that trend is done? That's 100%. the whole thing. Like, this sound is a trend or this effect is a trend. Get, hop on it right now. But what else? Like, give yeah. people more information. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're going to hop on this trend, find a way to also have a hook to bring them to you. Mm. Stay true to yourself. That's what I see. And even looking at the creator, why do you want to create content talking about the trends? What are you going to do with that audience who's interested in the trends? Yes. Right. And well, what value are you bringing? Right. At the end of the day, it's always value, right, to your community. Exactly. What you build. What exactly. You like, like, what, what, what was your passion, Hayden? Like, getting started. Like, what were you yes. like? Once I get the following, I'm gonna do X with it. I'm gonna do Z with it. Like, what was your main inspiration? Like, yeah, it's get? funny. Like, I was actually quite late on TikTok in the sense of I was telling people to get on it way before I ever got on it. Oh, dope. And I only really got on it because I was actually having a conversation with my trainer. And I was telling him, I was like, yo, the fitness niche is crazy. Facts. You, you need to start producing TikToks. Especially online. I mean, everything online. Like, online in general, especially, like, it hit the fitness industry, like, by storm. A hundred percent. And and I was like, you got to start producing TikToks. And he, he genuinely asked me, he's like, oh, well, like, what do you do on TikTok? And I was like, well, I don't do TikTok. And he's like, well, why are you telling me to do it if you don't do it? it that was on a Wednesday, bro. Wow. I literally called Jamie, the videographer. Yeah. I was like, I want to oh, start yeah. my TikTok. The following Wednesday, we had our first shoot, and then we posted twice a Did day. Did you know immediately, stopped. though, like what you wanted to talk about? How long about, ago was this? Or you're just like... August. August. August 2021. Six months ago? Six months ago. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Eight, six, whatever. Uh, yeah. Did wow. you know exactly the focus you wanted? So or I'd, was it like, let's just yeah. wing it and go with it? So to, to go back a step, I've been building my personal brand on Instagram for a long time. Okay. I don't have many followers now because I actually got my account deleted in December. And so I had to oh, restart it. But I've been building my personal brand for a long time, so I knew it was something that I wanted to do. Um, and then TikTok was just the opportunity, right? Uh-huh. And it, it was one of those things where I was almost comfortable, you know, growing the Instagram, building a community. It was yeah. building my business. It was doing great. But when my, my trainer flipped it on me, I was like, man, I'm giving it out and I'm not doing it myself. Like, I'm all talk, right? All bark, no bite. 
And that kind of lit the fire under me. And I set a goal for myself, an audacious goal. And I called myself out publicly. And I said, I want to get 100,000 in 30 days. Wow. Right? And, that's a huge goal. That's a big goal. That's huge. Like massive, that. massive goal. Manifest. And, and I genuinely thought it was possible. Yeah. Boy, was I wrong, at least for me, my case. Yeah. But I genuinely thought it was possible. But back at this point, we didn't know, at least I didn't know how TikTok worked. And so the content we were putting out was very different. Like we were actually jumping on trends. Right. Mm, wow. And we were giving like advice over here and then talking about agency operations over here and then talking about like how to be um, like in love with yourself over like talking all different shit. And then over time, I started to understand like what I wanted to focus on. For instance, like if I'm talking about like mindset and happiness and positivity, I realized I didn't have social proof yet mm. that I was someone worth listening to. So mm. those videos wouldn't do well. I didn't have fans yet. And so for me, I was like, okay, I got to give direct tactical advice that people can take and implement right away and find value out of. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I focused on. And um, I feel like since you were diving so deep into how to get 100,000 followers in 30 days, mm -hmm. like marketing was a big part of that. So 100%. maybe that's why you focused more on like, how do you get TikTok famous instantly? How Man. do you market yourself on TikTok and build that community? So, so listen that. to this. Like I had actually like a six layer plan uh -huh. to test a bunch of shit. And so the whole thesis of my first 30 days, right. we were going to start a hashtag called fuck that guy. Fuck and that and the guy. call to action was basically going to be like, yo, my trainer doesn't believe I can get a hundred thousand in 30 days, which we fabricated. Yeah. Like he just, he just kind of challenged me, but he yeah. was, he didn't say I couldn't do it, but we story told it like, yo, he said I couldn't get to a hundred thousand. Mm. He should believe in me. Fuck that guy. So we had this overlying That's campaign right. across the first 30 days. We we're trying all different shit. Yeah. And I was like, yo, as we hit different um, goals, we're going to get back to the community. So at 25 K, we're going to like pay down someone's student tuition a little bit at 50 K. We're going to do this 75 and we're going to implement that then i want to get a producer to actually make like a fuck that guy anthem and we're gonna use that as a sound and try to make the sound go viral we're also gonna get the fuck that guy shirt Let's and we're go. really gonna try to create a mm, movement all that, in, so all in. so when you see where i'm at right now and you realize that was the thesis from day one completely flopped we actually realized always we got shadow banned because we were just swearing so much no, and, and this, this is what saying fuck that guy exactly this wow. is what i mean and so and so you know, I hope that inspires anyone who's trying to start their TikTok account. That's where I started. Wow. Was doing shit like that yeah. and it evolved into this. Always. But this, that's what I love and I think there was something it's about your jump. content. It showed up on my For You page several times. I'd like it and I'd be like, I like the energy. You started off good. But I, I got some like kind of energy where it's like, I'm just going to start and I'm going to go through trial and error, but I'm going to start. Mm -hmm. And because a lot of people like to weigh in like, oh, the perfect moment when I'm ready, when I'm ready. You just but it's like, jump. just jump. You just, just jump. It, you and know? through all that process, you got R&D. Like yes. R&D for you just built. Like yes. fuck that guy. This work didn't work out. We got shadow banned for this. I learned this. Like, and then it just evolves. Like, you just nailed so, it, right? Yeah. That, yes. that, that failure now became a story I just told to hopefully inspire others, which we're going to clip, put on TikTok. Yes. So when you start to see how it all works, everything could be in the perspective of, you know, a good thing. So yeah. what I've noticed is like uh, before TikTok, the Instagram, you, you have your followers and most of the people that you know. So it's like, I feel like a like or a follow or a comment is so like very... Uh, how do you say it? Very prideful uh -huh. compared to TikTok where it's like you get a lot of strangers are like commenting. I support it. I yeah. like this content. Let me like it. Let me follow. And everybody on Instagram is worried about the whole follow 
to yeah. to follower to follower ratio kind of thing. But TikTok, nobody gives a fuck. Like, they're 100%. there. It, creators are being themselves. There's been people with all kinds of disability, all kinds of like they, they're just different, but they're there putting the content because yeah, sure. they sure. they they know that people are going to relate to them. So that's sure. what I've noticed. I study the app a lot and because I, I think I think Instagram's interesting because everyone on that platform, for the most part, let's say ninety nine percent of people are a creator on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's put at least one photo up. Right. right? Yeah. That now makes you in the game of caring what other people think about your page, mm. caring what other people think about your follower ratio. You start to care about what people think because it's like the cultural establishment of who you are versus on TikTok. I don't I don't know the percentage breakdown, but I would argue it's like 95 percent of people on TikTok at least don't create. So I feel like they're a lot more open to just following, showing love, mm. commenting because they don't see their profile as a reflection of them on TikTok. And that's why I think there's a little bit of a different dynamic there, but it makes the follow more valuable on Instagram because they're like really vouching for you. Right. There's a little bit of everything. I think it's very interesting, but I, I've seen a, several creators that also focus on the for you page instead of their actual following, uh -huh. right? Because the for you page is obviously what's going to get you the following, right? It's going to get you the attention. But like, for example, there's this guy that does interviews to ladies and he asks them the same question, but it's just a different lady every single <laughs> time. And his content is based off of the for you page instead of the follower uh -huh. page. So it looks very repetitive. And he's cause like, he's focusing on that. And sure. a lot of creators fall into that like hole of like, let me just focus on the for you page to get more followers and not focus on building a brand and building my own community. Yeah. And they kind of fall off, you know, long term. Yeah. They're not 100%. looking. So, I mean, that's 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 yeah. a big topic. But all right. So Hayden, right. We're meeting me and Dar Darwin and I were doing this mic thing and we're <laughs> yes, walking around mic. and we're trying open to meet mic. people. Half open mic. That's what it's called. And I'm, I'm, I'm the one filming Darwin. So I'm filming and I'm watching him talk to Hayden and Hayden's got this OVO sweater on. He has <laughs> oh, this badass OVO yes. sweater. Yep. And he, he presumes you'll see later in the clips talking about a documentary with Drake on before thank me later and i was just like bro you got to tell me more about on MTV, this like a legit yeah that yes. is so i'm surprised cool. he hasn't even pushed that i think that's yeah. huge i feel like that that content is huge especially yeah. him grinding before i'm sure he was going through houston clubs he used to perform uh houston clubs all the time yeah that uh most city don by zero yeah uh, he just killed that one time at a whole club i mean yeah. there's actually a clip i don't know where he's at i feel like it might have been nashville but he's in like a bar almost mm -hmm. that has like 300 people. But he is like getting there. Yeah. Like he has like forevers out oh, and overs out. Forever and like, like, like that shit's out. And so he's like opening for Jay-Z. Like he's, he's yeah. doing shit. But it's like a bar for like maybe 300 people. But the streets are like filled. And it's like the, the sound is horrible. And he actually gets like pissed after the show. Because mm. he's like, man, like everyone came out and they partied and stuff. But they yeah. didn't put on a good show. Yeah. And what you'll see in the this documentary i'll send it to you guys is that he had the mentality from day one like he was very focused on the show didn't go well he wasn't worried about the parties mm -hmm. he wasn't worried about fraction it was like, the consumer it was the it was, it was quality it was over the quantity. quantity he was yeah. focused that's huh. cool now, i can't wait because i big told casey head then big yeah. hip -hop head. man i used to make rap music oh Shut word up. tell no. me about these days yeah, okay back, so, so back, you got some bars right now you can spit all right we're good on that right now we're good <laughs> on that right now we're good on that. bro that's you got a good host that's a good host you got you got you got at least give me at least i mean that was that was a good query I call that the Darwin theory. 
Oh, 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 shit. <laughs> Man, like okay, can you go. have Casey? So tell me, oh, bro, I cannot spit. That is no. one thing, no. See, I, I'm I the can total opposite. For for I, I, I can do I Spanish. I can do Spanish. I can't rap okay, in English for shit. Spanish. You can rap in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I did a little freestyle a long time ago. I wouldn't know And I did a music right video words, to it, but I mean, you probably won't understand, but like, uh, it went like this. Um, it says like this. Uno, dos, tres, tres, dos, uno, probando. Y algo levecito, motor, estoy calentando. You know, it's just hide the Latinas. Hide the Latinas. Hide the Latinas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Minneapolis, so, Minnesota, watch out. Man, yeah. the whole wow. thing is crazy because we're here, we're in Minneapolis, we're at the VCon conference, yep. and like, it's just crazy, like, how I recognize you. I was like, that face looks familiar. Darwin called and, it out right yes, away. Yes, and we're just with our mic we're ready to go and i seen you and i'm like wow like people are out here and like bro i was like tiktok yep boom yep knew it's it. a space Good. for creators yes right? like and, a space and that it was a big moment for me because this is the first time i've ever left my city and been recognized what what oh, what what got you to, right? to to be like all right i'm gonna go down here and uh let's make something happen a vcon yeah, yeah. Yeah, what brought you to VCon? How did it all... So I got Series 1. Series and so I, I had the ticket. I'm, I've been a massive Gary fan. My man Jacob put me on Gary in 2017. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jacob. Um, and funny enough, remember I told you boys I had a story for you. Yeah. Yes. And so in 2018, Jacob runs his podcast, and he, he made a promise to himself, when he gets to 15 episodes, he's going to go to New York and shoot with big people in New York. Mm, and so oh. I was like, I'll come with you. I'll be the camera guy. Oh, and so, yeah. and so the tables lit- have turned. And so literally we go to Jacob got Gary coming. Two two months before the, the trip, all we did was work in the DMs. We're talking to as many people as we can. Everyone Grinding. who's tagging the New York filter who's big, we're DMing them, hey, you know, we're here for five days. If you carve out one hour, we'll come to you, we'll give you all the content, you'll love it, it'll be great, right? We just hustled and we got there for five days and we shot ten podcasts with big people. We got into VaynerMedia twice, we got into Gary Vee's office, we met Buster, we met Blaze French, we met so many people. And it reminds me of what you guys are doing. Like awesome. you guys showed up to the conference and you're like, yo, let's, let's mosey around. Let's talk to as many people as we can. And like this setup's crazy. Like you guys aren't fucking around. Man, I love and it. So it's really cool to see. And to me, it's surreal because it's that. like you, like you, Hayden, you got an entourage. Shout out to the, to the crew. You know, we <laughs> got one Canada. Who's from right. Atlanta? Who's from Atlanta? Atlanta in the building. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, it's. It's awesome to find somebody that has the same vision, the same hunger, and the, like. And, and bro, first, that's not the entourage. Those are all super successful people Hell crushing yeah. shit, and Hell it's yeah. like the circle is so important, right? We were just had, at dinner, and luckily we got a circular table, so we're literally in a, a round table, and we're just talking like elevation chats, right? And we're inspiring <laughs> each other. Deepak and and Jacob were actually like having a little bit of a debate of like what Jacob should do next in his career, and like it was really cool. And everyone's putting their impact in, and we're all like inspiring each other, and that's so important. Oh, I always tell, I always tell circle. Darwin, I say that. I mean, that's what our two part. It's a two party system. That's what kind of sucks. But what we've always done as Americans is we get together with our smartest people and we debate that's what congress does they debate mm. problems and we come up with the biggest solution you do it with your team mm. team gets together it's the war table let's debate yeah. and let's be open to each other's opinions yeah and what that is because yes. that's how we grow i mean we have two minds better than one yeah 100 even yeah. it's funny like last night last night deepak really challenged me we were having a conversation because this guy he, he left Dope. canada went to columbia he's now in the u.s he's like Ooh, in miami man, then in new york then shit. in la and now here he's no, just bouncing around it. right and i was like honestly bro like i don't like to because he's trying to get me to do the same shit and i'm like i don't like to travel and he's no? like and he goes he goes he goes that's a limiting belief 
And it fucked me up. I haven't even told him this yet. Love when he, that. When he said okay. that. Love that. So, it is a limiting belief. Travel opened my yeah. mind. Yes. I mean, having a conversation what? with somebody in a different community, a different habitat, is yes. life, you're going to learn something. Okay, Hayden. So what, what makes you think like you don't like travel? What is it? For have me, you, have you me, gotten out and like had a bad experience? What me, or the focus of being where you're at? Yeah, for me, I really like my routine. First of all, like I routine. love you know my routine. I love my space, and I love to actually uh. just get into deep work in my space and in peace and quiet. Um, that I, is, that is interesting. That's fair though. It is fair, but at the same time, it's like you never know what can happen when of you course. go and put yourself out of there, course. and like as you travel, you're meeting other people. That's what I've learned, and then you just. You just it opens your eyes to so much things. But I mean, every I time think. I do travel, I do get out of routine. Yeah, and routine it happens. does change, and it's so hard to keep. Whether that's your fitness goals, whether I that's mean, what you want to consume and eat, yeah, like you're, it just it's no, hard yeah, when it, you it get gets you out, out of, of track. Because yeah. I mean, when we get back, now we got to set up everything in the studio. Get you know, I got to yeah. get back to my routine, yeah, yeah. work. It's a lot, but it's like but to it's your point, it. that spontaneous, that's random connection that oh, you meet yeah. that you 100%. never thought you would. And it's funny, like, there was a couple, there was another person that was supposed to come on the trip, Mm -hmm. and then there was a person who, like, last minute came on the trip. And the person who last minute came on the trip is like, man, I'm so happy I did it. And and we're thinking the other person is, like, kind of kicking himself, seeing the stories, right? And so it's just, like, I think when you're out of it, before it happens, you, like, have these things. But once you're in it, you'll never regret it. And that's why I think he's right, and I almost got to rewire my brain. Yes, it's a lot of things. You have to, I think that's what it comes down to, because I'll give you the perfect example. Like, we drive here, we have an 11-hour drive. But, like, even before that, like, a couple of days before, I was just stressing about it. I'm like, man, the equipment is going to be a thing, because we still didn't know if we wanted to fly. Like, is the Airbnb going to be right? Is the Airbnb going to be suited for it? And I'm just like, I'm locked in, I'm focused. Like, I just had a lot going on, and I even told Casey, I was like, bro, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we're on our way over here. We don't know what to expect, but... The fact that we're in here, we got the equipment that was stressing me out, but we figured it out. We just let's drive. It worked out, and we got to meet amazing people. If you build it, they will come. Who 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 was the first like moment today at VCon that was like an amazing moment for you? Today, my favorite today was uh, was Mark, the co-founder of Iconic. Yeah, just a cool dude, man. And it just came up, just like networking, talking, and then and then at sneakers, he was a sneakerhead because their new like project Metrix. I don't want to pronounce it wrong, but is is sneaker gear? They got right. the sneaker so like, of nature, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it was just like a solid connection. He was just a genuine dude. He wanted to connect with different people. So for me, that was like the coolest little interaction I had today. I love it, man. Uh, for me, I think it was just. To be honest, I saw Jeremy today and I saw you and it was like TikTokers that I'm like tapped in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Jeremy. He's around there having the time of his life. Um, but I think overall, there's really from when we wake up till we get yeah. there, I think everything is just so because as, as you go, as you're on your way, as you're in the yeah. line, you always meet genuine people. And 100%. I think that's what gave what about me. You? What about you? Well, what, where I was going to go with it is like. You were saying, you know, you were worried on like before you got here about the equipment, about everything, everything right? Is when stressful. me and Jacob went to New York, same thing. On day two, we met. Do you know Buster Share Hoops Nation? Oh, Hoops Nation, Hoops Nation. Buster. Yeah. yeah, and he he uh, hosts on um, that the NBA or not the the basketball tournament with all the artists. 
okay. with Drewski. Okay, and okay, anyway, okay. so he's he's a legit guy. And like on day two of our New York trip, we met him. We went to his like apartment building. We shot, and they took us to the roof, and we watched the sunset and like a rooftop in Manhattan. That's dope. You know so what I mean? And like, and, works, and I remember bro. me and Jacob were like, "This was works. day two, and we're like, "Yo, if nothing else happens this trip, it's it was made. worth it." It's, yes, right. And so yeah. I I always look for that first win to just be like, "Oh, we're supposed to." And be have here. you not been out? Like, you know, like you wouldn't have that experience. And I think it's all about experience because one day we're going to get old and we won't be able to move and we're, you know, so it's like, take advantage now, explore the world, Uh network. My my whole take on it is like, I'm really earthy and I'm really like universe. And my favorite book is by Paul Kaleo, the alchemist. And it's just like, follow your omens and like just preparation meets opportunity. Just be prepared. You don't know what opportunity you're going to, you're going to meet, which makes it harder to be prepared because you're like, this could be an ultimate failure. But like, if you prepare it, the good omens will come. You just send that good energy and then what good tracks good. Yes. Were you guys at the Jesse Itzler chat? No, oh, I wasn't at the answer. I think we were probably just going around with yeah. the money. We missed a few that we well, wanted. One thing to. he was saying is like, put yourself in positions to get lucky. So mm, you're being at VCon today, right? You put yourself in a position to get lucky. So you're, you're preparing, but you're also not sitting in your basement. Like you're making, you're, you're putting yourself in a position where the right person could come along and changes your life. Yes. And you're not pondering, is everything going to be perfect? I, yeah. I, the only way I can do it is if XYZ is lined up. Yeah. No, the only way you do it is just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Even if XYZ and, and, don't line up, yes. you're still going to end somewhere. That our balance is pretty good because I'll be the one stressing about stuff in case he's like, darling, <laughs> just go with it, bro. Yeah. Let's just let it be. Let the omens, let the universe be. And I'm like, you're right, bro. Let me just go with it. Because I think about it too much. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, I'm always trying to be on point, but it's like sometimes it's just like, just go with it, you know? So I think that's huge, but it's it's amazing, man. So if somebody comes to you uh-huh. and they don't know you and they ask you, hey, what do you do for a living, Hayden? Yep. What do you tell them? I run or a paid ads agency. So layman's terms, I run Facebook, Instagram, Google, TikTok ads for businesses to try to drive business results. And then I have a second organization which teaches marketing skills to either help people get their first jobs, get a promotion, start their own agency, whatever they want to do with the skills. Man, it's crazy that you say that. Um, we were talking about our last podcast that like I had, you know, because I work at Verizon and I work part time there. Uh-huh. But uh, I remember helping this customer and I was just they do an upgrade. They're talking about the iPhone thing. And I always have these jokes about how iPhone finds a way to profit every year. You know, first of all, they got rid of the headphone jack. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Made yeah. us buy AirPods. Now they got rid of the power brick that connects to your wall yep. to save the environment right. because everybody has their own power brick, but they ship you the Type-C cable yeah, that yeah, nobody yeah. has. So like, <laughs> yeah, now yeah. you got to spend an extra $20. 100%. So my theory was like I was telling them like, hey. Um, they're going to get rid of the either change it to type C or get rid of it and have you buy the MagSafe one. Yeah. And then the lady that I was helping, she was into marketing. She was like, you're pretty good. You kind of like get these things yeah. and you should consider it. And being like, I have the, the, the half cores at 70 K on TikTok, And I, I have a Spanish podcast that is at 166 K. Wow. So it's like, I know how and what people want to see on TikTok. I know what is a good clip uh-huh. and like I'm studying it. You know, what's, you know, it's sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. But we were just talking about this at dinner. Because Deep runs a TikTok agency, and we were saying you can't hire, you can't find someone and teach them how to see good content, right? You it can teach them like, yo, once you have the clip, this is how you edit it. Yeah. But if you give them an hour podcast, there's some people who can see gold, and there's some people who can't, 
right? And we were talking about that challenge. And I, think so, that's, I think that's Darwin's question is like, how does he monetize what he's good at? Yes. And I that's think what I'm trying, trying to figure, figure out, out his because way in the space. My, thing, my, my whole thing is like, I, I, I took Gary's advice full on, right? I used yeah. to work for a call center um, at this big company, internet provider, cable provider, and I was working mad. 10 to 12 hours and yep. I was miserable because I deep down I wanted to do content yep. you know so I took Gary's advice and I was making good money but I was like I'm not happy yep. so what I did is I calculated all my bills I cut down on some bills and I was yep. like I'm gonna go part-time so what I did is I saved up for about six eight months and they did a little bit of freelancing and yep. then I found a job at Verizon part-time yep. and I sacrificed so I'm like that part-time is gonna help me do this yep you know what I'm saying yep. but I I don't want to go back to a full-time job because yep. I feel like I need some extra income yep but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to exchange my time for money. Yep. I want to find ways to right. and so, this, what I've learned, yeah. take it to the next level. So the quickest way to do it is to have a business outside of it all, right? I have the agency, Deep has the agency. So it could be something where you take your skills and you're like, okay, we're really good at editing podcasts. So I'm not going to, I'm being, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to build a team that can do it. I'm going to train them how to do mm -hmm. it. I'm going to look for the people that can see content and I'm going to understand that some people can't, but they may be on the editing team if they can't see it. And mm. then these people may be on the, just cut the clip and send it to the editors. Right. Yes. And so you build that. And so all of a sudden, you know, you can intertwine it into the podcast. So while we're talking right now, you could talk about your business, cut that clip. That's kind of what I do a lot of times in my content is I don't say I run an ads agency. I'll give a tip. And in the tip, I'll be like at our ads agency, we 10 X the client by doing this mm. and give the tip. And okay. so it's, it's, it's intertwined. You know so, what I mean? So when you first started, did you, did you start organically? Did you have capital or did you start like, like if Darwin's at Verizon yep. and he like wants to, I mean, an LLC is 150 bucks to create, right? Create the LLC, create an agency. How did you market your first client? How did you say, Hey, huh. you want me to be the agency that grows your TikTok? How do you provide like, the value? Did you grow organically them? or did you grow with capital? No, no capital. I mean, my story is a little different because I actually wasn't looking to start a business. Sure. It kind of fell into, I was just telling people what I was up to. And then people were like, hey, do you want to, you know, do something for us? And then one client leads ah, to the next. And so for, so for me, I actually had a full-time job and was building up the client roster. And then at one point I was like, okay, I have three clients that want to join the roster, but I can't take them on because I have the full-time. Sure. If, if I quit the full-time and take on the three clients, my income will drop to half of what it is right now, but I'll free up 30 hours uh, a that's week. That's organic. Yeah, right? That's great. Yes. And so, that. And so, that, I, so for me, it was a very logical transition. I never felt like I jumped off a cliff and prayed. Mm -hmm. It really like was like, okay, this is the safest it could ever be. Mm -hmm. And I'm young. Like if it, if it doesn't work out, I'll just get another job. Yes, you can always go back. And so there's, I was going to get to two things for you. I think that's the first way that you could go about it is use your skills to build the team and just create an agency. Or you go the other route where you're like, I want to be a content creator. I understand TikTok's going to get me a lot of eyeballs, but I have to find a way to build depth so I can then sell merch. So then mm. I can sell, you know, VIP experiences That's to watch to watch Casey. it live. Crazy. So then I can monetize on YouTube. Yes. So, so you can either become the creator or you can become the business owner. Mm. You know, you can become both, but you want to do one first. And so that's where I would go with it. So, yeah, I was telling Casey that I was like, Brody, I think we should like obviously create merch and wear it. Just wear it, wear it, wear it. So we start building a community to the point Same where shirt. once we're yep. ready to launch, they're like, but we need this shirt. Like we had like three people say like, hey, this shirt looks nice. I would buy one. I was like, oh, shit. You know what's nice. funny? While you were setting up, I, I then realized it was a half quarter, but I thought, I thought it was dope at the, like, the whole time. I love it. I think yeah. the colors, I mean, I just... Came yeah. up, my, my, my uh, graphic designer, and I'm like, just put all the colors because I feel mm -hmm. like it represents a little bit of everybody. And, yeah. you know, would, so. Would you ever think of taking out podcasts, taking out that logo, and creating the brand half court? 
And then it becomes agnostic, be. right? It could be could, a gym line. Yeah. It could be whatever. Cause it's not so tied to the podcast. And then, so, so half court is the brand. And then the podcast is a vertical. The merch is a vertical. The half court, uh, TikTok agency is a vertical, the half court, you know, Man. course empire. Is so half court just becomes the standalone brand. And then there's verticals off of it. Oh, I like that. Just like for think me, about it. right? Like cash in is the, the brand we have marketing. I also have this little candle business that I do. Um, we're going to have cash and creators soon. We're going to have cash and clothing down the world. So I see it's the same model, right? I can right? see it, the cash and podcast. building brand and brand. Boom. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Man, that's, I that's, mean, and, and I think the only other subject we didn't talk on, cause I like that too, but even you're good at creating good content, I feel like, mm-hmm. and you finding a brand that you really like, we talked about it and you giving them free content that you created for value. Them. It's always value. And they end up me. liking that. And then you end up being part of that team. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, it's always value for me. That's how I see it is like provide value first. It's like Gary V. I mean, he did it the long game, you know, talked about NFT, talked about, you know, and he's like, I'm providing value for free. So when I launch, whatever I launch, you guys are going to be there for Well, me. you're going to know the community already has that trust. Yes. You built, you built the trust. Yes. And I always think about it like when I came in this game, it's like it's all about longevity, like really, because I've seen my favorite creator turn into like this sellout. They get into NFT scams or crypto scams or whatever the case is. Or, yeah. And they just going for the quick buck. And it's like, nah, I'm thinking about this long game as this creator economy keeps growing, as more people start making brand deals, money. It's all about, you know, the creator economy. I mean, you think about the Gary V impersonator, like he's right. a TikToker here. Yep. You know, he got to open up for Gary it's V. It's all just creative ideas. Like the guy, the, the guy that gives, he gives free uh, haircuts to little oh, kids. Vic, Vic oh, yeah. yeah. That is just like, right? and what I, and a I great knew idea. it right away. What yeah. a great idea. And that to me, and it, there's, people have gone creative because there's a DoorDasher that does it in bikes, right? I'm pretty sure you've seen yep, him. Yep. He goes, you know, in his bike, delivers. There's one that I was telling Casey, he goes and he'll, somebody orders like a McGriddle or whatever, and yep. he'll order the same order, and before he delivers it to you, he's eating it. <laughs> McGriddle's good. <laughs> to get their reaction, and they're like, oh, no, I don't want that, bro. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I got yeah. an extra order. I'm just playing with you. Yeah, yeah. So people have found ways to just be creative and just grow. Like, we got a once-in-a-lifetime platform. There's no excuse. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, we're talking your story. You're, you're, you were at the point where you, you limited your full-time job to take on these three clients, and then you went from working for somebody to creating your own stuff. Like, and that anybody can do it. And I yes. think just stories like this and yep. stories like yours just helps people see that it's, anything's possible. And it takes a lot, right, because we are very uh, – because I, I like to pick everybody's brain. So I'm at my job and I'm picking everybody's brain. One wants to be a gamer one. And they're just like, I don't have time. I work too much or this. And I'm like, not everybody has that mindset of like sacrifice, map it, map it out and just, or just do it. There's no mapping it it out. The thing. Yeah. People don't see, they look at me and they're like, I wish you were, I wish I can go part-time. It's like, just do it. Sacrifice. People don't see the chess, right? They see, Oh, I'm going to do this for this person and I'm not going to get anything back right away. And then they stop. But I'm like, man, I'm going to do something for all these people. Because, for instance, when I launched the Modern Marketing Certificate, right, I have an amazing roster of teachers because I called in all my favors. Mm. You know, I'd given value to all these people in the future. So when I hit them, they're like, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, they're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't know when I gave to them that that would be what would happen. Mm-hmm. 
But if you're constantly in a place, because every time you give to someone, you know, and this doesn't sound great, but it's true. Every time you give to someone, there's now subconscious leverage. Subconscious mm. debt that you owe. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. They, they feel like they have to give you something back. Subcon- mm. They can't even help it. That's a human yeah. trait. Especially a good, good person. Yeah. Some people 100%. take, take, take. But yeah, I totally agree yeah. with you. Mm. But that's the part of the network. You know what yes. I'm saying? It's like it's like the old grandfather that lives in a community. It's like when his daughter's car breaks down, he's got Mike at the body shop. He's got Papa <laughs> exactly. at this shop. You exactly. Know what I mean? That's it. And they all take care it. of each other. Yes. That it's same thing. We're building with the crew. Same thing with you guys. Probably with your crew. It's just like, it's, yo, if I need something, I hit deep. He hooks me up. If deep needs something, I hit. I hook him up, and like, that's that's what happens. It's family. Oh, yeah. That's that's what it's all about, man. Yep. It's uh, we're we're very blessed to be in this time where we have so many opportunities, so many options, and we're just breaking boundaries. I mean, I I, lo- I love to study this creator economy because I think it's just it's it, it's it's, it's the next evolution. Like the digital ads landscape, what these social media platforms are going to have to start doing is distributing to creators, right? Right now, it's brands pay dollars and Facebook keeps them and they just put the ads in the feed. Right. But as you're seeing with the domination of TikTok, creators are going to own these platforms. That's why Reels is going to start to dominate. Like it's all going to be creator driven. So what are these ad products going to have to do? The advertisers are going to pay and they're going to have to split it between the creator and Facebook, kind of like YouTube does, right? Yes. That's going to happen across the board. And so what happens is when every single platform is an opportunity for anyone to make money. Yeah. You know, if you're posting on everything, it becomes you know, especially when the organic reach is crazy, just if you make good content, mm-hmm. then it becomes very feasible to make a living. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, not not crazy money, but it's just like, man, like if you love to cook, boom, you make your 60, 70K, sure. right? That's and, it. But you get to do what you love. Yes, yeah. that's huge. So question, does uh, Elon buying Twitter open <laughs> algorithm, does that does that change things with him opening the algorithm? I'm does way it, I'm way too non-nerdy to know. To know. Okay. I don't even want to get into yeah. that stuff. Like, that's just not... Do what, you, what do you think on the subject in general? Nothing. Like, I, I don't you, know much like about Elon. Because you like... I mean, yeah, freedom of speech is yeah, great. Okay. Like, it, it, it's just something that for me, I'm so about, like, you give me the rules and I'll just navigate them. Sure. I don't care sure. about what the rules end up being. Like, just settle them and we'll all, as long as we all play by the rules, like, let's go. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's start, start. But not everyone has the same opportunities in that system. That That's a different subject, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I think going back to the whole TikTok and getting paid, I think, uh, I don't know if you're informed of, like, they're coming out with something called TikTok Pulse or something where they're going to start that. paying yep. actual ad revenue to the creators. So yep. I'm curious to see how that goes because I feel like there's there's a couple of good creators there. There's you know it's getting there where every day I feel like a new creator is 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 growing. You know what I'm saying? 100. So I'm curious to see if there's enough because that creator fund was really not it. I mean, it was not about sense. Yeah, I was making I'm making sense. Yeah, you know, and it's just like man. So you think you and the team will create an NFT project one day? Like do the Pro- following. It's funny we were just talking about this. Yeah, I mean, um, that's what you got to talk about here. I I have no ambitions to create an NFT project. I think like people underestimate how excruciatingly difficult it is oh. to have success, especially now. Yeah, like I, I you know I know people and I hear it all the time like they're starting their NFT pro and I'm just in the back of my head I'm like it's like one of the top hardest things to do to sustain value for a community forever. <laughs> like think about it it's so difficult Forever. it's not even yeah, something i'd want to think about right now yeah i didn't even think about that's it fair. that way but it is no, true you want to live cause, long cause, game because now too like this is a great way to ruin your reputation yes you 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 take income in and lose it for all your biggest fans 
It's over. We were just talking about negative news. Like, negative news kills. Negative negative, negative this, negative on a subject, like, kill. But do you really want to put that out to the world just to get the comments and the views? Because at yes. the end of the day, I just feel like it just doesn't, you always just got to be you. So, 100%. Yeah, and it's just like, as long as you stay true to yourself, because, I mean, negative, right? And I think, for example, what thrives on TikTok is negative, is women showing their ass, it's a Maybe lot that, of, you, you know, know it, it, it's a for you algorithm, brother. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, um, you know, we got people in the building. What up, yo, what up yo. with y'all? Um, so, I mean, I think it, to me, it's just like, you have to just stay true to yourself. Cause I've, when I started, I was like, what do I do? Yeah. Do I hop on trends? Do yeah. I, you know, you Darwin's know, and looking at ass. I'm looking at ass and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, do I want to jump into this rabbit hole? So I just started like not interested, not interested. Yeah. Looks big. It looks juicy, but not interested. <laughs> not interested. No, you know, um, and I just wanted my for you page to be of value and yeah. like good confirm, good content. So I can absorb that and yeah. just be like, now, nah, how can I apply it to my content? Yeah. And, you know, you was one. There's Jeremy over here. There's, you know, Gary V. I got a question for you. So since you're really good at seeing content and creating really good content, what is the number one thing that you look to do in your TikToks? Uh, so I like to, it's podcast, so it's pretty much me reusing what we do today. Uh-huh. And like, okay, what is a good, like I, to me, I look at the value. Yep. It doesn't matter if it gets 3,000 views, but if those mm. 3,000 people were able to get some kind of value yeah. from it. Like the topics, you mean? Like, yeah, the topics, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just, I like... Do, do you do any ever, like, editing where, like, you'll take the actual, like, biggest moment, put it at the front as, like, a quick hook? I did it for Casey's story, and I was experimenting with yeah. it because Casey said his Columbia story where he got... Uh, he got. Uh, he Basically, it was, was the first time life. I thought I was going to die. Yes, it was so there wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> yeah. that, that makes sense. The story was amazing, but there wasn't like a, an initial like why is people tuning into Casey's story? Right. So uh, there was one part where he was like, "I got a gun pointed to me, and I, I thought I was going to die." So I used that part, put some dramatic music, black and white, and use that to get people's attention, yep, yep. and it worked a hundred percent. So that's that's the thing I look at, you know. And another great insight you dropped there is storytelling. Uh, we, were, we were just talking about this it's yesterday huge. about I have I have this one uh, TikTok that did super well and it's a very niche topic, but it's a it's a great story. And because of that, it, you know, got hundreds of thousands of views when honestly that topic should have done less than 10,000 on a typical day for me. And it's that story when people get, you know, addicted to it. And that's what I always tell a lot of my clients is like, OK, if you want to say these three things in your content, these are like the three things you want to sell them on. Instead of just saying them like, hey, we're the lowest price. We're the, you know, instead of that, tell a story that mm. includes the showcase of it within it because subconsciously people get wrapped into a story and listen till the end. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sure. I think the yeah. whole marketing and like how, how that works and how brands market, I'm fascinated by it because it's just like how they place things. Like, like if you use like, for example, an ice cream, they'll... They'll want you to, they'll have a, like the bowl with the, like the spoon. Cause they want people to envision they uh-huh, having the ice uh-huh. cream, you know? So it's like, I study that kind of thing and I'm like, huh, it's interesting. So when I do an ad for like my merch, I'm going to do it on some lifestyle based. Yeah. Cause I like to do video too. So I'll do like, Casey, okay, so let's do a video of us maybe working out at the gym and we have the merch. It's comfortable. It's like lifestyle where people can see themselves like, oh, I can use that and support them and use that for the gym. Awesome. So that's there's, what I, there's I, so many cool like psychological things like that 
Um, next time you go in a cereal aisle, you'll see all the, the logos on the cereal. If they're a mascot or something, they look down because mm. they're looking at the kid. Wow. Oh, like cereal, yeah. all these merchandising is all the these, big part. Yeah, yeah these psychological things very fascinating. I heard also uh, when you go grocery shopping, they don't have windows, but they also don't have clocks, mm. so that way you forget about time mm. and you're just there, like just a buying, casino too. Buying, same thing. Buying. Yes. Yeah. Craziest theory. Little, you, little you small any things. Theories? You any like crazy like conspiracy theories? Conspiracy what's, what's theories. Anything that's been on your topic lately? I don't. I don't think the Gary is a human. I don't think Gary is a human, bro. <laughs> He's a rare robot. I mean, I mean, yeah. When you look at the amount of like things that man does in a day, every single day, all the time, I just couldn't imagine being able to do that much, like yeah. energetically. Yeah. And, and so, he's got a and he's got a girlfriend twenty years younger than him. Man. She My looks boy. great. She looks good. <laughs> My boy patience. Gary's doing patience. His patience, 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 <laughs> patience. Man. 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 That's a that's a good question because we even we was we even asked that like ourselves like how does this man does it? I mean he got a company that you know has a thousand employees. Yeah, you know he's big into content, has this now V friends where he has to give his time to the holders. I think that was the biggest thing. Seeing him build this out. Cause I knew when he, when he first launched it, I mentioned the FaceTime fly. He was like, the only reason I gave these three conferences is to give me three years to build the to IP. Build. Yep. And like this first year, seeing it all like him building the IP and how far he's gone in a year, 12 months, like bro, give this man 72 months. Like yeah. I'm down. Let's you see what's You know, what really hit me today in his opening keynote was when he was like, you know, all your grandchildren will interact with VFriends. That's I thought, crazy. I thought that was so fascinating. Yeah. And like, we're in the cusp of it. We're in the beginning of it, like yeah. of this thing that's going to impact the world in theory, it's, right? It's, and I mean, just seeing him operate gives me like, just like, you can do anything. You can build a community. Give, and he just migrates with other brands. He brings in other, he uses his network. The favors he's always done, they collaborate with VFriends. All those companies are willing to collaborate mm-hmm. with VFriends because of his network. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's why we were talking about. We've been having so, such amazing conversations, and we were talking to a couple of friends that we met. It's just like we're like when the internet first came out. You yeah. know, we're just like this NFT thing is new, but we're here in the early stages, and the more information we get, the better, the more ahead we are because oh my I God. always say it all the time. Yeah. I work at a cell phone place. Yeah. We get a lot of old people and they just like, I don't know how to work this phone. And I'm like, you have the world in the palm of your hands yeah. where if you're like disabled at your house, you need some medication, you can just hit a press of a button and somebody's delivering it to you. hundred percent. All you got to do is take the time to learn it. That's it. You know, it's, it's funny. Simple. Like, just think about like, we're here right now for, for V friends. Right. And we're all deep into V friends and we're all excited about V friends. We're talking about V friends. You go to anyone on the street and say the word V friends, they've never heard of it in Bro, your life. Never and heard so of it. When, when you start Some to realize Gary v. I'm like, what? That's it. And when you start to realize just like how knowledgeable we are about V friends and how unaware the world is, it's just like we're opportunity. we're so far ahead. And if we continue to educate ourselves and stay ahead, mm-hmm. we'll be able to strike. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. So as we were interviewing you, we 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 found out about Hayden. He likes hip hop. What else yeah. do you like, bro? What do you do on your free time? Golf. You, I golf a golf. lot. Oh, golf. I've been wanting yeah. to get into it. Yeah. I've been wanting to get into it just to see if I got it, if I got the swings. <laughs> um, so that's definitely on my list this summer yeah. to just get into more golf. You do you do? You oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I call my clients. Your clients? Yeah. yeah. Is that where y'all do meetings? That's and, where I learned, really. Yeah, y'all have yeah. a cigar so and shit. a lot of Native American casinos. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, all of them love to golf. Not great. Love my scramble uh, scramble tournaments. There we go. Best ball. We're all here. Yeah, we're all here. We're having a beer. We're cool. Yeah, yeah, I get to smoke a cigar me. sometimes. 
or no? Oh, yeah, all the yeah. time. All cigars <laughs> all the time. Just, yeah. Mandatory. Yeah. I always see Jordan, so I'm like, huh. Maybe a little green <laughs> on the greens before. Yeah, in the last yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So you like golf, hip-hop? Golf, hip-hop, work. Work. That's it. I, I love shooting content, too. I really love building my personal brand and interacting yeah. with the community. I think that gives me a lot of energy, a lot of happiness. Like just building those relationships online nice. and then coming to a place like this Bro, appreciate and you. seeing the yeah, manifest yeah, into yeah, the physical. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, that's, what, that's how we are. And that's the thing. I feel like everybody in this Minneapolis, Minnesota at VCon, everyone's been that way. Everyone's like, hey, they're willing to share. They're willing yeah, to say what they that, do. Or that's, a, that's a big point. Uh, I was talking to some people who've been to like other NFT events. I've never been to one before. Yeah, me first one. But other people are like, man, at these other events, they're super clicky. Everyone here is so nice. Everyone here is like, like if you see someone by themselves, someone will go up to them and just start talking, talking. to them, right? Yes. And just and just like they all want to share and they all want to be friends. They're all scanning each other's apps. Like, like I said, I haven't been to other events, but I just heard from other people. Like, they're like, this is different. Totally energy. right. I go to I, I go to three gaming conferences a year. I have for the past eight years, and gaming conferences. It's who you know, what company you're clicked with. Yeah, and it, it, it's so hard. Everybody's to in their get, own bubble. Yeah, everyone's huh? in their own. And I think that's, that's not exactly the point. Your, the yeah. point is just to be able to share different experiences, network. Yep. And I love it. You I'm, know what? You know what's interesting? I just realized it's very much how Gary builds culture. Right, Culture. like he, if you, I bet you, if you go to Vayner Media, it's similar vibes. Like everyone's feeling like family, friends, right? You come here, it's the same thing. Everyone feels like a family, even though it's the first time we met. Just building that culture, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, awesome. Um, so, I mean, let's just spice it up a little bit. Okay. I mean, we got you with the open mic, caught you off guard. That was you fun. Said that was fun. Your uh, favorite rapper is who? <sighs> well, my all times Eminem. Eminem, hundred percent. Eminem. Favorite Eminem song. Favorite Eminem song? Oof. It has to kind of be Till I Collapse, I think. Like, Dang, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mine's You're Never Alone because Proof, him and Proof, bro. And that shout out to Proof. Yeah, man. When he does it. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. That's a hard one. He's he's, he's a legend for sure. Yep. And then uh, where did you rank Drake? Because you had an OVO. Drake was my number two. Number two. Yeah. Huh. Third. My third? Because I feel like Drake is just like everybody's met either top I mean, three, it, top I'm, two, top fair. one. I really fair. like Cole. I really Cole, like Cole. Baby, and, I really, and I really like Kendrick oh. too, obviously. But yeah. You heard his th- new, new album? The newest album? Yes. Yeah, Kendrick just dropped, dropped one. Like, no. yeah, oh, yeah, heard, he just put, I, I saw it. that. I, I, I didn't listen to it. it. I haven't listened to it either. But, I need to sit but down. But like Section 80? Oh, I fucked with Section 80. High Power. Yeah. What's that one? The Air. So it's very, very lyric, very lyrical. I'm much more lyrics over beats for sure. Like I said, like I used to make music, and yeah. for me, it was about writing, right? Yeah. And, and really okay. trying to like. You know, How old t- are you? Tell a you story. I'm 27. 27. Okay, so it's the same era because I grew up uh, listening to Lil Wayne. So to me, he's one of my top. Carter you know, three. It's yeah. Just like yeah, Carter three. You know, he came Banger. out with the, uh, the his mixtapes. You know, no ceilings. That was a no crazy ceilings. Yeah. Yep. So I grew up watching to Lil, like listening to Lil Wayne, and to me, it was like, and I think it's just everybody because if I ask Casey, who's his top. You know, he'll give me a different answer. It's because what he grew up, what music, what that impact made on him. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Who was your top? I mean, I'm a big J. Cole fan. J. Cole J. Cole's is my one. number one right now. What's oh, the yeah. album for you? I, honestly, Born it's Center? Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. It's uh-huh. the one that came out before Sideline Story. Yeah, Friday yeah. Night Lights goes. Um, but yeah, I've been following Cole since the come up. So just to see like 
Honestly, when I seen him, dollar in a dream. Did you go to it? So the one in Dallas, I did. And bro, check this out. So me and my boys are in OKC, and we call everywhere in Dallas. And I called the. uh, It ended up being at uh, House of Blues. Okay. Everywhere we called, we were like, "Hey, this is uh, Mark from Dreamville. Where do we park the buses tomorrow?" The only place, the only place was House of Blues, and House of Blues was like, "Uh, "Hold up, who who is this?" And I was like, "Mark with Dreamville." They put me on hold, and they're like, uh, th- that, we don't know a mark. And I was like, House of Blues. Bro, me and my boy, front of the line, you get him for a dollar, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he tweeted it out, House of Blues. Like, everyone showed up, and he performed Friday Night Lights. Wow. So I saw the Dollar and Dream tour with Friday Night Lights. That's, that's a sick yeah, story. In Dallas. That's a core yeah. memory. How long yeah, ago was that? Bro. This was probably in, like, 2014, right when Forest Hills Drive. So I watched Forest Hills Drive's tour because he had, like, a big city tour and then a small city tour. And I did this small city in OKC. And then two weeks later, he did the Dollar and Dream because he always does it during his tour. Three yeah. random locations. And yeah. one of them was Dallas. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's Cole, man. Cole, if Just you look, to, And to see him, like, evolve. He always, his evolution. He always talked about grinding. Like, I'm going to come up. I'm going to make it. Dollar and a Dream. This, that. And then he makes it. And he has this Forest Hills Drive album. And the Forest Hills Drive album, he kind of explains his life. He goes through, like, wet dreams. He goes through Tale of Two Cities, choosing the hood or choosing rapping. And then he ends it with Love Yours. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and then the dude ends up selling the Rollies, selling the Benz, selling everything. And yeah, he ends up riding right, the yeah. bike around Manhattan. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, like, and you spit Love Yours? Like, and I've been, the only reason I've been coming up the whole time is because I've been bumping your shit on yeah. the come up. And then you made it. And this is and like, it just, that's my guy. We get to interview J. Cole, oh, which raps. we'll put it out there. He's We're one gonna, of my guys, too. It's I so can't wait to chop me. it up with him. But yeah, like, J. Cole's definitely one of my guys. And just mentality-wise, I can listen to, like, 10 of his interviews and just be like, damn. He's just so into, he's really like, smart. he's very yeah. smart, very different. Good message. And good, good message. Energy, good message. Yes. So it's just like, stay true to yourself. That's what I get from all my idols. Stay true to yourself, you know? Like, J. Cole's one. I like Russ. Just the way he, he was here last night. He was here last night. He was, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. We, we didn't know. We were like, it, yeah, we should. I'm seeing the billboards, and I'm like, is that is Russ performing tonight? You know, he, he, he pulled up to VCon, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very good friends with yeah. Gary. Gary ringing out, yeah. Damn. Damn. We missed that. You know? That was the welcome but party. But I'm, was... I'm a massive Russ fan. Yeah? Especially yeah. his older stuff. I, I found him on SoundCloud because I was listening to something, and classic SoundCloud, what it would do is next song would be random, right? Mm. And so... Um, What's the uh, got a chick? I call it Lola. No, oh, oh, what you want? What you want? So that shit came next, and I listened to it. And I was like, "Oh, this is a really good song. Let me click on the artist." And I start listening to all his songs, and they're all good. And so, and he, it's funny because now I've heard him talk about this in interviews. But he's like, "A lot of my fans are hardcore because I have a deep catalog. So when they find one song, they become a fan overnight because mm-hmm. they listen to twenty, thirty in a row." And they like them all, and now they're a hardcore fan. And so that's actually what happened to me. And then I saw him uh, perform once in Montreal. That's yeah. in Montreal? But, yeah. Oh, dope. But, all right, so we talked about you traveling. Now you have an open view, changing it up. <laughs> Where is the first place right now you can go, you work aside, you pause life for a week. Where are you going? I really want to go to Croatia. Why? Croatia? I don't know. I, I just, Different. I just the views. I mean, have you calling, seen it? The views. It's calling really? me. Yeah, I don't know why. Dope. That's definitely it. Dope. Yacht yeah. Week. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been on two different Yacht Weeks. I went Yacht Week BVI and I went Yacht Week Greece. Yeah. And what I loved about Yacht Week was 
it's like an adult field trip. So like I got <laughs> to see the best of Greece. We got to go to like Hydra, Mykonos, Athens, but like they had all the best places and all those and restaurants and like they just already knew where to go and reservations for the whole uh-huh. So if you're gonna if you wanna do something and you don't wanna think and just see a place and yeah. Yacht Week Croatia is one I haven't done. Yeah. And everyone on both Yacht Weeks always say Croatia are the weeks to do. Ooh. Interesting. So okay. and maybe this is an omen well, that says well, call Yacht Week. Well, but. is it an open invitation? Like Oh, maybe oh, we do it. <laughs> And that's the only one Bro, I haven't ne- done. Next so. podcast, Croatia Yali. We'll be flown. Insane. <laughs> insane. So what is one of the things, have you experienced burnout? Currently. Okay. Yeah. So oh, wow. let's talk about that. Wow. We talked about not having to drink. Right. Burnout. What's burnout. Up? How, feels, how feels. does one control yeah, it? Yeah. So I don't even know how to control it yet. I'm actually going through the motions of it right now. And, and I don't know if it's, Burnout or exhaustion, or if those are the same thing. I, would I like to call it exhaustion because I don't feel like it's a hard stop. I feel like it's a, we need to change some things. You know, I'm just, I'm very tired right now. Mm-hmm. And so it was really launching the second company. You know, I had my first company really under control. I, I knew exactly how to do it. But I think with this new company, there was a lot of challenges I'd never faced before, right? And so one, two of the challenges is, sales and product interestingly enough so in the marketing agency the product's kind of formatted already it's it's ads right and then the sales process i would always build brand so the the sales would come to me i would just have to basically make the numbers make sense but i wasn't convincing anyone cold right and so when we're doing the certificate program we actually iterated the product super hard and we had to figure out how to sell it which were two massive challenges that i put a lot of time into plus we were shooting 30 tiktoks a week for this thirty, yeah, that was your other hustle. So, well, this is it. Like, I was, I was already doing. So, um, this is thirty for other businesses. This is for another okay, business. So, okay. it's funny. My total content output was sixty on my personal, and one hundred and twenty on the second That's account. So, one hundred and eighty pieces a, a month, a, a month. month. But um, we were shooting all the the modern marketing stuff every single week. So, thirty a week. Right. So to come up with 30 ideas, shoot 30 ideas. And then we're also putting graphics out, which are separate ideas, um, then organizing the teachers, then actually making sure all the people are posting, then building the course curriculum, then making sure the website. That would plus, be my fear. Plus, you got to remember, this is a second company. Right. I still got my regular yeah, company. Right. And so luckily enough, I really started to experience exhaustion right when my workload was kind of done it then transitioned to okay everything's built everything's rolling now we have to sell it and my partner is the sales lead it's not Mm -hmm. my job Mm -hmm. and so i actually could really step back let him do his thing and you know i called you know all my friends and i told them what's going on because you know we work on a lot of projects together and for me it's really about the first step is getting to more of a balanced life where i don't feel tired that's step one don't feel tired then once I, I don't feel tired, I have to now design my life so that I don't go back into it, mm. you know? And so that's what I'm going through right now. So a really oh, yeah. uh, timely so question. Like going back into it, it's like it's not being tired, but going back into what? Like going back into yeah. like a routine that's, that's unhealthy, like a routine where you're doing too much. It's interesting, much right? Like I, I really love what I do on a daily basis. Yeah. But just because you love something doesn't mean your body can sustain it. Facts. Mm, right facts. and so it's it's very interesting because i wake up passionate but i don't you, feel the energy the day you're just like i'm I, and, and and you start to get stressed and anxious because for instance for me i was looking at my to-do list i've been doing this for four years i was looking at my to-do list and i was like this is a normal week or even a light week a little bit 
why am I stressed? Why am I anxious? And it was because I didn't have the energy to even address anything. If I got an unexpected email, I would be anxious and stressed because I didn't have the energy to take on anything unexpected Mm. that it drove me to a place. And then it gets scary because you're looking at your to-do list and you're like, there's nothing wrong. Looking at the finances of the business, there's nothing wrong. Why am I feeling this way? Mm. And for me, I've always been able to get out of it because I can identify it and fix it. But when you can't identify it, you now are in a state of like, okay, I'm feeling it. There's no reason I'm feeling it. How do I get out of it? But is it because I'm feeling it because I have these other visions of where we need to be on my timeline and we're not really there yet? No, it's because... It's straight exhaustion. Straight exhaustion. And, and that, that's what it was. There was nothing wrong with my to-do list. My body had just given up. Yeah. Mm. And so that's where, where I, I pinpointed it. And it was through conversation. I talked to a lot of people about it. And that was the reoccurring theme, right? Mm. And it's frustrating because what do you have to do? You have to sit there and relax. Yeah. You know, it's like, and that's why maybe travel will be like, it's always like that kid that's stuck on a problem on homework and then takes a break, watches a movie and then comes back. It's like, Oh, that's the problem solution. You know what I mean? Kind of like, so maybe that could be it for you. Like taking a break of a week and then mm, forgetting everything. And let me wrap this up with the interesting part about how my brain works. I was talking to Deepak. It's so funny. I was talking to Deepak and I was telling him he was one of the last person I talked to because he was very busy. By the time I talked to him, I'd already figured out my plan. And I basically was like, yo, this is everything I'm experiencing, but don't worry. This is what I'm going to do. Then this is what I'm going to do. Then this is what I'm going to do. And Deep just goes, man, this guy even crushes burnout. Let's go. You overcome it. Let's go. 100%. That's but the, but the, the last thing I was going to say is like, while I was going through it, while I was in it, like, and I, I remember I called my mom. I broke down. Like I was, I was deep. I've been there. While I was in it, bro, I remember thinking- this will be the best thing that ever happens to me because it's forcing me to, to build the right way. And this hopefully will inspire someone who's going through it because they're going to watch this in five to 10 years. They're going to see where I'm at then, be inspired by me, but be feeling this right now. Watch this interview and be like, man, he got through it. I'm going to do that too. Yes. And so there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Hell 100%. yeah, good, good advice. 100%. And that would be, totally agree with that, that would be my fear going into something like marketing and like, it's because of that burnout because I've already been there, right? I had my regular job and then I was doing also weddings, yeah. photography, and yeah. then I had this. So I, I kind of went through the whole like, and it was more like a, the post-production side of things and I was just burnt out, yeah. you know? So I was like, what should I do? And, you know, I ended up quitting the whole wedding thing. We did it for a year. My buddy had done it for eight, 10 plus years. Yeah. And I joined ventures with him on that and we did it, but it was like just too much to kind of jiggle. And I was like, man... I don't know, like I'm kind of like hesitant of like trying something, but I know I have to do it yeah. if I want to keep evolving and I know I have an eye for certain things and I, you know, have the skill set for it. I know I have to like mm-hmm. I know because it's like what I, I can if I can make some and reinvest it into the this and, you know, keep growing and keep making content for a living. I'm going to do it. That's always been one of my goals. I think think burnout just comes honestly because part of, I think it's honestly just comes down to patience. I, 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 you know, I moved, got out of the military, got out of the Navy, uh, moved back to home to Albuquerque. I was there for a year and then, uh, I took an opportunity to take an internship in Oklahoma and it was through a family friend. It was like, who's the smartest person I know? How do I get in that room? Mm. And I got in that room and he introduced me to all these people. But for a stagnant three years, I just worked for the organization. Always had plans of like creating my own company. 
And there were times in working through the organization that people, I couldn't get this promotion or this. And I felt like, well, why don't I just go back home, be a firefighter or something, get an average salary and have, be with my friends, my yeah. family. And I feel like you get that because you're, my end goal was always business. Create a business. How do I do it? And then you hit sometimes this stagnant period, and it may be a year, maybe six months, maybe yeah. two years. But I really feel like that Gary V patient shit is real because then all of a sudden I met this guy and he was like, you know what? I love that idea of leasing slot machines, travel casinos. Yeah. They don't do it with the small casinos in Oklahoma. How about we go 50-50 equity? I'll probably, I can only pay you 60000 instead of 100000 what you're making, but I'll give you 50% equity. And then yeah. it just worked out. And then yeah. I was able to, and then the omens came. But that was a point where I was going to quit just yeah. because mm. I was like, I don't just want to work for the organization. Like I met this guy, but then I took the internship. Then I grinded, did everything I needed to do within the company. Yep. But it's it didn't huge. work out because someone didn't like me or someone didn't want to hire me for this. I, didn't, I, was, I was too young or I was yeah. too, mm. you know what I mean? So there's always, I feel, I feel like patience at the end of the day. Because I feel like you have a vision for your mind mm. where you want to be yep. and you know at the end goal this is exactly what it is and and sometimes maybe you know you got two companies and this company's making the revenue it is but patience patience, patience. yes 100%. uh so hayden if you had to go back five years and tell yourself something what would that be if i had to go back and tell myself something five years ago <laughs> it would it now if i knew what i knew now it'd be your right you know what I mean? I think when you're when you're quitting your job and starting your thing and you know, you're you're always like, you know, somewhat second guessing yourself. So I think I'd give myself the positive affirmation, like, nah, you really got it. Because I think I'd go a lot quicker with a lot more confidence. Mm. How does one combat that? Like self doubt? Because I, I think we all self doubt hits a lot. Yeah. It hits everybody. Yeah, I, at a certain everybody. point, it's I like, mean, I mean, I, I think it's, I actually think it's part of the entry fee, right? I think you have to prove to yourself that you are that guy. You know, you can have confidence and I'm sure some people are just straight up born with it, but I think you actually have to pay the entry of like, okay, I'm going to go out there, put myself out there. And then once it works, feel that confidence, right? Like mm. actually know it and look in the mirror and be like, well, I am kind of that guy now, you know? Good stuff. Yeah. I like that. I like that information. I feel like, cause like I said, we all go through it and maybe somebody wants to start doing, following their dreams, following their passion and they have a little self doubt. What if, what if, what if just do it. Just do it. it. Do it. 100%. And, you know, you could always go back to and whatever it's like, you got. It's base hits. Like, I remember even when I yeah, started. So once point. I started the business with Mark, it was like, let's just get base hits, man. Let's let's get 10 slot machines in this casino. Let's go meet with this. Base hits, base hits, base. Yeah. And then that builds the callus of, like, confidence. Yeah. Like, shit, I got, I got an RBI this last week. I got three base hits. Yeah. Like, boom, 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 boom. That's the confidence. 100%. Yes. Amazing. Um, I think we covered a lot man this is really oh, this good. Was awesome. this was amazing really good. podcast it's good to meet love you. it yeah with you guys as well man yes. this yeah. was meant to be for sure anything yeah. else you would like to add before we wrap this up no not really like i, th I think the core thesis of my life is like whatever you want to do you can do it you just got to put in the work and the execution right it's, it's one thing to have a plan a lot of people like to sit and think right mm. but it's about the execution my word last year for for new year's was execution i wanted to stop thinking and start doing um, I think people like Deepak, for instance, are a lot more innate to execution. It's just somewhat of a blessing where it's like they don't really worry about the mundane details. They just go for it. And that's something that I'm trying to embody more and trying to inspire people to do. Because at the end of the day, the strategy is actually built out of the execution. That's the mm. secret. Amazing. That's I always good. say, I'm like, you want a job, bro? And you want to go say, say you want a job at the local sheriff's department. Well, go look up the sheriff and see where he goes to church. 
see mm. where he goes and see what really, and then go to that church and say, you, you, you take the extra mile. And there's yes. always ways to there's dig ways and find an edge. So find your leverage. Yes. It's like my homie, I told him he wants to be an artist, right? A musician. And I'm like, bro, just maybe go on Twitch and say, hey, I got music so you can put it in the background. Just send it for free. Let them do, you know, and people are going to be like, who's that in the background? And just find ways. I remember Sales 101. I'd walk into casinos and I'd talk to folks and I'd be like, he's a Boomer Sooner fan, no Oklahoma State, <laughs> three kids, one plays football. Like, bro, yeah, you leverage execution. You did hit it because some people are, and I am that person that likes to like, let's not think about all the details. Let's just go. Let's just make. But there's a balance a to that. There's a blessing. That is a blessing. But there's a balance to saying, hey, Let's be accountable and let's at least make sure we execute. But, and but you know what? All. You know what I think it is, bro. I think guys like you are gonna win. You just have to have a counterpart that is the more normal person, that is the more calculated, <laughs> the more strategic. Partnership. You know what yeah. I mean? A hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we, we can't all be good at. It. I mean, unless you're Gary Vee, I guess. But <laughs> even he got started early in partnerships. You know, he got his dad <laughs> with the liquor store, and that's right. His dad's employees taught him things, and life's just a long fucking journey. But yeah, I agree with you. Find the counterparts, just like you and I, yin yang. You love this content stuff. I didn't even have a TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. I still have a personal TikTok. Like, but we're doing it, and it's, and and we and we're a yin yang. So yeah, and I, like I think I uh, with friendship that, yeah. and uh, circle in general is like, how can we provide value for each other? Like Casey knows a whole different world of networking and meeting people. And I know this content stuff. And yeah. like we just help each other grow in so many ways that I, I just think it's the best universe. advice I ever got was no deals a good deal unless it's a win, win, win for everybody. 100%. And I, I want to leave on this, too, because this is something that hit me on a phone call I was on years ago. At the end of the call, the guy goes, oh, before we jump off, is there anything I can do for you? Be it service. He, he, just, he just straight up, and it, we were just uh, having like a cordial call. It wasn't even like a hardcore business thing. We are just getting to know each other. He's like, hey, is there anything you're like trying to do right now? Because I might be able to help. And I forget what I said at the time, but he's like, oh, like I actually have a buddy who XYZ. I'm going to uh, call him right now, and I'll try to get you on email with him. And all of us, it's genius because now I'm like, I love this guy. Yeah. Like, I owe this guy. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And it, it was just such a simple question. Hey, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? Good stuff, yeah, man. Where that. can they love find that. you on TikTok? Because I feel like yeah, they're going to yeah, give please. values. Yeah. Hayden Cashin, H-A-Y-D-E-N-C-A-S-H-I-O-N we'll yes. on uh, TikTok and on Instagram. Same thing, but with a dot in between the Hayden and Cashin. We'll put that there on your introduction. We'll put your TikTok at the end. We'll put your TikTok there. Go to this TikTok. You're going to find a lot of value. We just uh, are wrapping up our first podcast here at VCon here in Minneapolis. Thanks to Hayden. That made it possible. So we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Cheers, boys. Let's go.